Welcome to Millennial Happy Hour, your typical wind down with added shenanigans. This is Brittany. And this is Mel. And we have a special guest today, y'all. A new guest. Yes, Can you introduce yourself? My name is Sean. Happy to be here. Thank you, ladies, for inviting me. Excited? Yes. No, no problem. No problem. No problem. Yes. So let me put on my central voice because I said I was going to be central tonight. <clears throat> so. Our libation for the night is. Ooh. <laughs> oh. That was sexy, right? Gave him chills, y'all. All oh, the time. I'm <laughs> sorry. I couldn't look at you when you did this. Oh, okay. Woo! I couldn't. I couldn't look at y'all either. So <laughs> this is a quarantini. It's called the social distancer. It has two ounces of vodka, one and a half ounces of lemon juice, one ounce of simple syrup, and a splash of prosecco with. A uh, rim of sugar. Y'all can do that if you want to. I mean, I'm not really a fan of sugar rims and shit, but I'm a fan of that vodka and that Prosecco because my sis Issa Rae put me on. We've been on it for the last two weeks and I've been very, very intoxicated. So, that's our libation of the night, sugar dumplings. So, let's move on to Shot Clock. Mel, you want to go first with shot clock? All right. My shot clock is, would you rather live with no internet or no AC or heating? Yeah. And you know, we live in hot damn Texas. Yeah. And Hassan is from North Carolina, so I know it's hot as hell out there, too. I'm just saying, I need air conditioning. Lord, I'm sitting up here. That's hard. That, that that's hard. Um, yeah, which one? I feel like we can crack a window. <laughs> you talking about crack a window? It might be blowing some hot ass heat outside. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Jesus. Child. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with. Yeah, I need. I need the air conditioning. I, I feel like we can live without the internet because we all grew up without the internet before. We like. We grew up in the beginning stages of the internet, so I yeah. feel like we'll be okay. But it's a it's a sin to drive in your car with no air conditioning on, and it's like 117 degrees outside. I refuse. I refuse. That's ridiculous. Ciao. You got one, okay. Brittany? Yeah. Um. So, would you rather have to quarantine with the last person you kissed, or the last person you made eye contact with? The last person I made eye contact with was my granny, so I'm cool. The last person <laughs> I kissed, hell no. Yeah, the last person I kissed, hell no. Fuck uh, He can uh, uh, So, I'm going to go with the last person I made eye contact with. Because, um, nah, not nah, not nah, kiss. Um, even though I, I have no idea who the that person was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm take my chances. Um, you know, we already had. I already know we had one thing in common because we were both in IKEA and hey, we, we love IKEA. getting up. And it's like, y'all don't have IKEA. Woo. Oh no, um, we do. Oh, we got IKEA. It's right behind my house. Oh, but oh, oh, IKEA I is literally in Brittany's backyard. <laughs> I could like, do that. In her backyard. I end up there every day. Nah. <laughs> yeah, Dallas. Mm. We got Dallas. We have two IKEAs out here. 
you know, ooh, yeah, that that would be dangerous on me. I'm I'm good <laughs> with the one that we got. The only thing I don't like about IKEA, the stuff I want to get, I gotta be bothered building on the shit, and I'm not equipped for that. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Yo, I didn't I didn't started especially for that big shit. I didn't started using uh, Task Rabbit. What's that? Oh, it's a it's an app, y'all. Is probably let me get a pen because y'all mean, know I'm about to move. Cash rabbit, um, and basically, you know, if you got people connected with Task Rabbit in your area, I mean, you can you can make an appointment with them to do stuff for you. Oh, that's rabbit because I sure will pay somebody to do it. Yeah. I just bought this uh, big wardrobe thing for a new place, and yeah, Tash Rabbit dude, he coming to put that together. I ain't messing with that. that I dang appreciate the no because I sure is gonna use that. Okay. Yeah, for real. Mm-mm. All right, I got another one. Okay. What is the one thing you would never eat on a first date? Um. Damn, what is it? Because it's, some, it's something that I'm like, oh, I'm not going to get that. Uh... Well, first of all, I'm a fat ass, period. So, <laughs> I'm going to eat. But it's one thing I will not eat on the first mm. day, and that's crawfish. Why? Because I could run through some crawfish. It's a bonding experience. Like, six pounds, <laughs> it'll be this high. I could run through some crawfish. Like you going to be like... You really go see me cracking really juice wine everywhere. Shut up. Turkin. I feel like crap like crab legs. I could break them down to the tea. Like if you if you really like me and you wanna see how I get down, take me to some boiled seafood because it's gonna get cracking. Literally. Literally. Whatever I won't eat anything that causes me to have like bad breath. So maybe like onions. Oh, or like garlic. You know, you know I love onions. Period. Mm-hmm. So, I think I probably wouldn't get that. That's the only thing. And then I'm gonna have an attitude because I love onions. <laughs> I think I would stay away from anything that's messy. Yeah, like, male too, because she's uh, um, spilling shit on her shirt at all times. So, all first of all, I tend not to. If I'm getting wings, I tend not to get wings that have a lot of sauce. Mm-hmm. Or you know, or like red, the wet wings, like yeah. that. See, and so, I'm a sauce girl, cause I'm like, I'm like an extra sauce person. And that's the thing. It's like, yo, I'm trying to get down, but I can't get down with you and get down yeah. with ribs too. <laughs> exactly. You gonna see a whole different animal right oh, here. Oh, especially I'm, some ribs. <laughs> I can't eat ribs cute. I cannot. Yeah, you can't. I, you have sauce no. dripping down your wrists and stuff. Y'all, let me tell y'all about this date that I went on. I had, I had, I bought, we got, I got bonus buffalo wings, right? We went to, where did we go? To, what's the damn, uh, the damn restaurant? Yes, we went there, right? So, first of all, he was joking around too damn much the whole night because he kept saying, oh, don't, don't be, uh, wasting my money and da 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 da, acting like that. I remember that. And so, you know, you know how I am. I take shit literal. I'll be like, hmm, don't Ain't that the one we came to save you from? Because y'all went, to the, y'all went to the movies that night and then we all shut up. We was like, oh, yeah. I had, yeah, yeah. It was because we, we went to a bar. We went to a bar and everybody was like, we on our way. The entire group came. It, it turned into a group date. It was like, a, like eight of us. Yeah. Everybody just like, I was like, hey, y'all. Thank you. <laughs> um, but. He's a very sweet guy, but he just 
he never known what to say to me sometimes. But I was being so damn cute that I was cutting my boneless wings. I was like, Jesus, I, I'm hungry. <laughs> I was like, this being cute ain't gonna work. <laughs> Not cutting a boneless wings. <laughs> Into quarters. <laughs> it's a oh wow. Yeah. That's why you had so much left over when you came home. Yeah. I was like, hey y'all, I'm hungry. <laughs> Ooh, another thing, a popsicle. And we're just gonna leave it right there. Mm, if you weren't so sexual. Shut up. Yeah. I can't it have wouldn't, it, it wouldn't I, be five popsicles, but I will not eat a popsicle in, on the first date. You can't eat a corn dog in front of a nigga. Yeah, I can eat a corn dog. I <laughs> no, sure did can't. eat the corn dogs at the fair. I've seen a guy like go like this. First of all, stop looking at my, my mouth. <laughs> I do. I be, I be, I be doing this to her. I be like, hmm. <laughs> I've seen dudes do that. Get out and my they, mouth. I like nigga say something. I'm gonna check them. Don't look at my friend like that. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you up. Nah, no, them H-E-B popsicles you used to buy? Man. Yeah. Do y'all have H-E-B out there? Nope. I don't think they know what. Oh. Nah. I think H-E-B is like a Texas thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah, H-E-B is oh. a Texas thing. Damn. I wouldn't survive. Yeah. What's y'all grocery store then? <sighs> what is our grocery store now? <laughs> um, you know, growing up, it was. It was have you ever heard of Win Dixie? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was Win Dixie, Food Line, Bilo, and Harris Teeter, and that's more so because you know those are around. Corporate is around this area. Oh. Um, but we don't got Win Dixie no more, uh, and Bilo done going bye bye. <laughs> so Harris Teeter and. Um, and who on are holding on, you know, Harris Teeter for for our fair skinned folks oh. and line <laughs> for us. Um wow. but then everybody else then moved in. So we got Publix and Lidl or Lidl or whatever the hell you call it. I don't know. Yeah. It ain't African American, so I don't know how to hit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So would you rather live in Texas or Florida? Texas. During a pandemic, Texas, uh, Texas, because Florida, they don't know how to act right. Plus, Florida got all them iguanas and crocodiles walking around and stuff, and it's illegal to kill a crocodile out there. But you know, out here, we see a squirrel or a possum that's a little aggressive. We go shoot it on sight. I don't know what to do if I wake up and I go outside. It's a whole crocodile at the doorstep. Like, sir, this is your house. Let me move my stuff. <laughs> I, I cannot. I, I don't mean to bother you. <laughs> but I look, my bad for being in your space. I apologize. And then they have all them pools. They be swimming in their pools too. Oh, uh-uh. That's not good. You know, that exotic animal stuff is real, you know, popular down there and stuff. And yeah, Florida has always been a place to visit, never stay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. Never stay. I haven't, you know, as many cities as I've been to in Florida, I've never gotten that urge um, to stay long term. It's like, okay, this is good for like two or three days, and then I got to go. Exactly. Uh, but then some of my fondest memories and a place that I actually um, would live um, 
on my short list long term would be Houston. Um, you would like Houston. Mel, I, I like, like, like Houston. Huh? I like Houston. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I was there for like four and a half years. It's just, baby, that traffic. Oh, is that humility? That's let's just say, and the men they trash, okay, and the the women think they the shit, and I don't. But Houston, no, Houston is fun. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Houston is fun. Like, if I can get like a thirty minute driving pass to go to Houston to go to the nightlife, I will do it because Houston's fun. They got more out there. I mean, Dallas, we got a lot of stuff out here. But most, you know, most everybody with the college was they still out there. Mm-hmm. So when we see them do like Prairie View events, alumni events, it all look live out there and stuff like that. But yeah, Houston, same thing. We could stay for a couple of days and stuff like that, and then it's time to go because I don't have time for the floods. <laughs> the floods, that too. Even the rain, like we used to have to like cross over rivers and oceans just to get clear. I busted my knee. Oh no! Tried to go to my sociology class. As soon as I fell, I said, you know what? This is it. I'm going back to my room. <laughs> and then my umbrella flipped up. Everybody oh, knows that happened to me. Everybody and knows I, when your umbrella flips up at Prairie View, you leave it where it's at. You leave it. I bought one of the industrial umbrellas from the bookstore one time with the wooden yeah. handle. That's supposed to be the grown umbrella. And as soon I walked from our student center to the psychology department. And that's not a small walk. It was literally up the walkway. My umbrella flipped up and I had to throw it in the trash. I was like, Girl, you know all HBCUs got that same brand of umbrella, so he knows what what to talk about. Those should have been like in the home decoration (laughs) portion of the bookstore. In the shadow box. Everybody who's owned one of those umbrellas that you just described had, so I went to um, North Carolina A&T for two years before I went to Winston-Salem State, had two of those umbrellas, one from A&T, one from Winston-Salem State. Rest in peace to them both. <laughs> like, they just be gone with the wind. I'd be like, okay. Like, not, especially when from North Carolina A&T, I was like, man, these damn, these damn people almost had me like Mary Poppins up out of this joint. I almost flew with the damn thing. <laughs> We've seen plenty. But, uh-uh. So, Sean, do you have any... uh? shot class for us yeah you know like i like this. this old concept of you know you know picking one or the other <laughs> um, and i was trying to decide which way i was gonna go with this um uh, but i think for my first one i'm gonna go with with some music okay all right so if you had to pick one which one would it be whitney houston right here whitney Whitney, oh. Whitney. No thought about it. Whitney. No. Y'all know, y'all know Whitney got that voice, but she go to R and B and she go to gospel. That's Whitney. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Come mm-hmm. on, the preacher's wife. Say no <laughs> more. Real. Say no more. This is gonna be one of those trifectas where it everybody was. got the same answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, Mariah's on. Let's see. I got one, one more. I got one more. Name two of your guilty pleasures. Oh. Is dark chocolate mine? Dark chocolate? Yeah, that's a, that's a guilty pleasure. Okay. If you feel like it's you love and it's overhyped by somebody else. Mm-hmm. So dark chocolate and 
ASMR videos. <laughs> what? What? So what? Oh my, okay. What is just, that? I love them. Them videos when people be eating all loud in the camera. Make in, the, in the microphone, they got to whisper into the microphone mm-hmm. and shit because it's that loud. Mm-mm. It's so interesting. I saw this one with this lady. <laughs> That's just, well, maybe I don't like them because I can't stand here people smack. I mean, That's I can't either, but it, it's just, I just be like in a trance, like, oh my God. I feel like it's overhyped because the one I watched with the lady who had the crab legs, and she did the Alfredo sauce, and it was running down her arm, and she was like, Ew. I said, first of all, it is not that good. It, it's not that good. Right. I turned it on. And then I told you about my god baby was, I don't know why my god baby liked the videos. She was watching one, and this little Asian girl was eating edible crayons. I said, why is she eating crayons? Why? She's like, ain't either well, edible. I said, you know what? Uh-uh. Well, that's like Jerry Levine eating, he was eating soap, but it was really chocolate. That he oh, I saw that because I thought it was real. So, mine's will have to be uh, cheese and music. I love cheese, I love a cheese tray, and I love just listening to music and zoning out. That's my cheese because yeah. I put her on to good music. Hey, that's what's up. Yo, we need to vibe on some music sometimes. Mu- music would be number one. Um, uh, music yes. gets, gets me in trouble. Um, <laughs> Cause that that's that's a way to break my wallet. I think two two both of mine have an impact on my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so with music, I just like to I like to buy music because I love music, and I'm more so I will end up and we have a lot of um, stores in the city that you know sell old records and old CDs and stuff like that. So I'm I'm in there. I need to. I need just to like, I should have said this for for the um, random fact about myself, but I can give y'all an exact number right now because I had to catalog them. Oh <laughs> well, first of all, if you had to catalog them, that means you got a lot. Clearly, I had to you have a lot, and you're very organized. CDs that I own because you know I go into these stores and I forget because there's so many. Um, so that exact number, I own 100. Uh, not 100, excuse me. Um, 841 oh, CDs. Wow. You know what's funny? Lord. I can see that because I'll be the same way. Because my mama, she had, y'all know them old school, big old CD books. It'd be like four, yep. eight per page. Mm-hmm. My mama had like three of them. So I can believe that because me and my mama would buy a CD real quick back then. And then we got an iPod. And then we started learning how to put on and stuff like that. Oh, and then. Okay. We ain't got no CDs no more. But I do have my first CD, and that's a little Bow Wow. I still got it. Aww, that's something you don't throw away. I didn't even know what my first CD was, because they just started coming. I think mom I, I feel, Okay, out. so, okay, here it is. I feel like I stole my first CDs. Now, oh. people, when I don't, you know, not so, like, so my dad, I stole them from my dad. So there are some in that 842 mm-hmm. that my dad bought and he used to own mm-hmm. but then when i got my own stereo and whatnot like i just yeah. downstairs open stuff like like for instance i believe his boy my boys to men two album i believe that's his well <laughs> was his was it's fine now i didn't had it for over 20 years so oh well, yeah it's yours now yeah, oh, yeah that's the yours that's a whole that's a whole yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I think I think the first CD that I bought it was probably either um, Tupac 
or something no limit. Hey, <laughs> we like no limit and Tupac. Yes, we do. Hey, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited about that no limit miniseries. I'm like, it's about time y'all put some respect oh, yeah. on Master P name. Okay. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. act Shoot. like y'all putting um yelling like back in the day. Look. Lord, if I gotta hear Shilta Shaka talk. Look, my mom. Look, my mama went to, to Xavier in New Orleans. So no. that whole no limit, high boys, big timers, that was real big in our car rides down there. So you know, the influence your nineties child. I'ma know all the words. And she be like, how you know this? Uh, you duh. Well, that's why we went backseat. to Vegas. We went to Vegas. Oh. And mystical performed in our hotel. Oh, I couldn't have handled that. We were so we were like, drunk. I was like, y'all, mystical performance tonight. We have to go. We were so drunk. I was screaming. All you hear like, in my video is me screaming. Like, I was like, I screaming danger louder than mystical. Mystical was my introduction to No Limit, and I was so yes. yes. Like, I literally. I don't remember where it was. I just remember the word. I heard, that's the nigga. And I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> what? Where? Where is that coming from? Because I, I like that. Let, let's have more than that. Okay, let's have more than that. More of that, please. Britney's uh, parents, their favorite song is Jan- Danger. Yeah, oh. you turn that song. Her mama lose her mind. They be dancing like this. <laughs> Come on, now. when my man song. went to jail. Like, I can't get no more musical music. Man, you don't know what that song is. Like a child yet, or I need to know. That's why I was so proud to see him performing in Vegas. Love, Jesus. And that was random. Cause I was like, y'all know mystical performing tonight. Yeah, it was weird. Well, like, we saw sign. Like, let's go. And my my second one would be Target. Oh hell yeah! Let's not start on Target because I just paid my Target red card off. Okay. We love Target. When I was at one Salem State, I worked at Target too, and that was really dangerous. I worked at Target so, at one point too. Red card discount. Plus employee discount. I was like, so you just want my whole house to be targeted? <laughs> That's pretty you much how my apartment was. Here. Yeah, I love Target. That's what my house is: Target and Wayfair. <laughs> it's sad because I got both of those apps on my phone. Oh, I just do. Like, I <laughs> have Target. Let me not say that lie. I'm so, I just disrespected IKEA because but IKEA lives strong in here too. We're strong with <laughs> that force. <laughs> We gonna do All no right. chaser. What's up with this no yeah. chaser? Cause I don't chase nothing. So, first, I want to go over Sean's uh, <laughs> about me because I have questions yeah. that he answers. So, you're from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. And your go-to drink is whiskey, but you, your Fireball's your favorite. Yes. Fireball. Fireball, what homecoming was that that I was on Fireball and I I had like I was walking around with a flash of sophomore fire. year. No. This was we were alumni. Yeah. I was, I was a whole eighty out there. No. That's yeah. true. That's the first one we had back. That was the first homecoming. The first homecoming we had came back and the stadium was already built up because we was graduated, it was still yeah. dirt. Yes, 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 yes. And I remember because I had Hennessy in my backpack and Fireball. There you go. That was 
that was the first homecoming that they they like because our campus is considered a dry campus mm -hmm. but that day hey, it was it was so many Hennessy and Jack and Crown bottles all over the field and and everybody at the end of it just so black y'all grab some trash bags we gotta clean up <laughs> well you know you know now uh PV go greens they pick they pick that up now for hours, you know, people trying to cross those to the burning sense. But anyway, yeah, so yeah. question number four. Oh, so we just, did we skip? No, <laughs> no, we get right to it. So oh. your, funniest, your funniest drunk night. I'm going to read it for our listeners. Okay. And because my, my childhood best friend just commented and said, oh, he's free. She said, oh, he's a freak. Laugh my ass. I'm just kidding. Can't wait to hear the new episode. You so, ain't eating, best friend. Funny. <laughs> so funniest drunk night. Mm -hmm. Sean says, let's just say that things got x-rayed in the stairwell of a dorm. I guess it was funny because she was worried about getting caught and I wanted to get caught. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> what year <laughs> were you in? So this was freshman year. Oh, shit! <laughs> this he was had freshman year. In the waters. This was freshman year. Uh, cutting up and you know what you know the thing about my freshman year um you know i just wanted to not do a lot because i was really involved in high school so i wanted to take a break you know i just wanted yeah. to go to class and have fun after class um and i got um uh, with a group of people some that i knew from charlotte some that i didn't um charlotte virginia some other places and we just formed this this little crew um and you know it was class by day and fun by night and a lot of that was alcohol induced uh, <laughs> <laughs> um but you know i also wasn't trying to you know you know stick my peter in every female like every other freshman um but i, I just had this one 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 partner one steady partner that entire year um and I don't know. I just felt like you know we're not at we're not at home no more. We can get adventurous. We can just do shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think one night we were just you know hanging out, talking about shit. To be fun, to be real with you, I can remember bits and pieces of the conversation that we had right outside the young lady that I was with. Um, her room. All of us, you know how they have little lounge areas outside your room. We was in a, mm -hmm. a lounge area. Uh, we were talking about passions. Y'all remember? Y'all heard of passion? <laughs> no. Passion was a soap opera that used to come on NBC back in the early 2000s. <laughs> uh, uh uh. Not no pet. Uh uh. So, yeah. You, I'm intrigued. Keep going. You just, you just got a whole <laughs> bunch of the 18 and 19 year old um, black, uh, male and female uh, freshman students at AT. Late as at night, talking about passions in in the, in the lobby. Uh, oh my god! As things start to disperse, people you you know go they one way, go with somebody else. I, I I honestly don't. I think we just ended up talking in the stairwell, so it wasn't outside. Their room was on the third floor of the building. That was the highest floor, um, but it was in that little enclosed stairwell that it usually be on the side of, we of the had, building. We had that too. Y'all have y'all had co-ed? Yeah. Baby, Prairie would never. So, well, so that at that time where I stayed, 
was the only co-head place on campus. It was on campus, but it technically wasn't owned by campus. So that's how it was co-ed. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we were just talking and I don't look, I'm gonna be real with you. You know, we hang out at night and if she's not on her period, we probably just having sex that night. You know what I mean? And it was just like, yo, we're here. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? And you know what I mean? <laughs> like, so, you know, the, my, my partner at that time, you know, uh, she was a virgin coming into college. Um, so she, this was her first time, you know, doing things and stuff. So she's not even, now me, you know what I mean? You know, I wasn't no hoe in high school, but you know, I done seen and heard some things. So, when she's nervous about getting caught, and that's a natural feeling to be out in public. Yeah. Nervous about getting caught having sex. I'm gonna be real with you. Like, I just started having flashbacks of like porn. You know, <laughs> porn be having them scenes where people walk in on you and shit like that. You be like, oops, or oh, it was like, yo, I ain't gonna run. I'm just gonna be like, whoa. <laughs> 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 But yeah, unfortunately, we did not get caught. Um, I think it being like a Tuesday or Wednesday night at like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning probably had something to do with that. Um, but yeah, um, that that was funny because I can just remember her being nervous. It's like she's halfway into it, but halfway nervous as well. As well. So we're both kind of looking and doing at the same time, but I'm like, shit, somebody coming, somebody coming, somebody coming. I'm ready. (laughs) And let's just say I was on, I literally just drank that night a mixture of Hawaiian Punch and Everclear. Oh my God, I know you were going to say that. That's it. Child, I think that's like everybody's first drink or like their go-to drink when oh, you first go. Look, I had never heard of Everclear before. Me I got But then, you know, when I got there and everybody just started trying everything and somebody just said, Lord Jesus, this just feels so bad looking back on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yo, this is like, what was it, like 100 proof or something like that? Yeah. It was oh, like, this is such and such proof. And I was like, they make that? Let me get that. Let me try it. We had a homeboy that used to make uh, drinks. Zach asked. A whole concoction. This nigga would put Z-Quil in them. So everybody's walking around drinking lean and shit and nobody knew. Mm -hmm. I left eyeballs on my cheek and my right hand is right here. I was like, why can't I feel my forehead? Is it even there? Like, I'm a laugh. Anybody else sweating? Yeah. (laughs) And it's December. (laughs) <laughs> and then so your um your favorite drinking game is slip cup which is mine too I love mm-hmm. and truth the shot i ain't never played truth the shot now truth the shot is basically truth the dare but you just not getting dead you gotta tell the truth the whole time yeah you know yeah basically i think you know i played it it's like uno oh you know you know you know i need to be making their own over yes 
you know, so true for shot, you either do just plain true for shot, or you can do truth and the dare and the shot kind of go together. So oh. it's like shot, do the dare. <laughs> And your random fact is that you're a huge movie buff, especially yes. 80s and early 90s films for you too. And uh, yeah, so that is Sean, y'all. So this is great. This is beautiful. So let's move into uh, our topic, which is the fact that Texas is closing in, y'all. And again, I'm stressing. So Greg should never open it back up. Mm-hmm. Gre- Greggy be tripping like <laughs> all day long. So, did y'all have anything planned during for the? I guess for this year that the pandemic fucked up because my entire birthday trip was canceled because of that shit. Well, you know, I had a whole cruise. I had to fly oh, to Puerto should. Rico, and I was yeah. supposed to be going to St. Lucia, St. Thomas, the Barbados. I was supposed to go to Rihanna's Ooh. house. Okay. I wanted to go to Rihanna's house, and I was supposed to go to St. Martin. So, yeah, all that is is canceled. I was supposed to go to Savannah and live my Southern Belle life. Mm -hmm. I wanted to see some Southern men and call it a day. And the damn pandemic was like, "Nah, bitch, another year single." (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha! I can't do it. It's so annoying. I didn't have anything planned, and, and that's more so um, because in my job, um, the busiest year for me is the summer um, because I run transition programs for first year students right before the semester start. So I didn't have anything affected in the immediate, um, but then there were things that I was thinking about doing later on in the year. That's like, well, yeah. that's now. Like that cruise that I was thinking about going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, because them the first people that I heard about. Yeah. People on cruise boats and people coming into DC. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's just like preview. They go send us out a survey, talk about what's your thoughts on homecoming this year. Uh, cancel it. Duh. The fuck. Cancel. It's. Mm-mm. I want to say, was it was it North Carolina A&T that canceled first? Uh-huh. North Carolina A&T and what's that? And I was like, I was like, minutes between each other. I was like, y'all, now if, cause that, is that where G-Ho is? Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Cause you know, so everybody got to cancel. Come on, y'all. Yeah, my husband, Darren Brand, he was really crying. I feel bad for him. Mm-hmm. Cause he was really hopeful, but he knows he's canceled. He shouldn't have had that help. He shouldn't have had that help. Like, everything's canceled. And like people around here trying to go to school, in August and finish before Thanksgiving. Like, you ain't having no homecoming. Mm-mm, no. This, this is not going to happen. And plus, even if you I, did, I, my butt wouldn't have been there. Oh, no. When all this shit is over, I really do want to go to G-Hell, y'all. I'm not going to lie. Well, it's Exactly. You need to go to PV because I'm down. Boy, if you baby, if you go to PV, you need to drink water for three weeks. That's okay. Three weeks. Prep your limit. Look, do you you like to walk a lot? Look, do you like to walk? Because you know, Prairie View, we built on an old slave plantation, (laughs) and we was out there walking like slaves to class. Hey, as big as uh, A and T's campus is, and big as UNC Charlotte's is, where oh, you'll be all right. 
in valleys and stuff like that. Yeah, I can walk a slave plantation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. But uh, yeah, Greg, the lost his mind. And then the judge out here in Dallas just said, released the statement talking about we're in a losing battle. What y'all think? Y'all opening everything back up. And people people still not wearing no mask. Mm-hmm. They're not at all. They're still not wearing a mask. So, I mean, what do you think? If there's, here's the thing, if there's no vaccine, why would you think cases are going to go down? Mm-hmm. Cases skyrocketing. Like, and it's then... Ridiculous. Now, people in Texas want to protest because the bars is being closed. First of all, that's stupid. It ain't like he closed the liquor store. Go ahead and stock up your liquor cabinet and drink at home. Have your party at home. Exactly. It ain't that far. I mean, yeah. the thing about it is, the one thing that kind of um, makes the United States look like dumbasses compared to other places in the world, um, you saw other countries take this seriously. Mm-hmm. And when somebody said stay home, those folks stayed home. Yeah. And, you know, th- their cases decreased. Oh, and yeah. Us, it don't matter where you are in the United States. Um, people just took it as, oh, they give us an option. If I, you know what I mean? Oh, it's just like they didn't take it seriously. And yeah. at this point, still don't. Mm-hmm. But you know what's crazy? I already kind of feel like Texas, we want to apply because, you know, we, we kind of act like we our own country in a sense. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, just, that's just how we are. And as yeah. you can see, we getting embarrassed right now because our it's governor so doesn't want to follow. So, <laughs> so like, he doesn't want to follow instructions. So now he locking everything back up and we staying in the house again, how we supposed to be. But you want to open bars and gyms and mm-hmm. restaurants. I mean, everybody was fine ordering stuff online and picking stuff up from places. Yeah, I was cool with that. And then now y'all trying to blame it on the protests when it's facts pro- proven out here that the protests had nothing to do with the spread. Mm-hmm. First they of all, want, they just always want so, to blame it on. Yeah, they want something to blame it on. Those bars and stuff that are yeah. people on beaches and stuff when they oh should. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I kind of feel like you know we did here in North Carolina. Um, we responded in in a quick enough way when it popped off, like shutting everything down. Um, the frustrating thing was that our school system here in Charlotte was slow about shutting it down. Like all of us was home, like colleges and other places, we was home and. Our school system here was still trying to figure out, oh, are we going to let them have spring break and then come back? Or, no, you send the ass home for the rest of the year. This ain't, no. Um, but by the time the governor um, shut everything down, uh, things were good for a little bit. But I know he started to get pressure to start opening, opening things up in phases. And, you know, it just, it wasn't the time, you know. Well, I'm like, dumbass governor. He sacrificed. He was like, "Uh, Texas will sacrifice for the economy." I said, "Who goes? Who goes sacrifice? Not me." Mm -mm. This nigga tripping. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the education out here too. That's dumb as hell. But that's the business side of it. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to pump the economy. You're trying to open up so you can build the economy back up. Yeah, you know I mean? which makes no sense 
because as a government, you literally control funding. So what you could do is take that funding that the government has and put it in these businesses mm-hmm. that need it to stay afloat while this passes. But now right. you don't want to do that. Like that money that that stimulus that we got the stimulus from, that didn't just come out of nowhere. You didn't mm-hmm. cut nobody's budget to get it. You just said, okay, we're going to pay everybody this much. So if you're going to do that, well, get that little mom and pop shop over there some money. So they say, like, do that. Right, and exactly. let's stay home and get healthy and then open back up. But now right. people just care about that money. No, no that's really what it is. Because Texas would have been just fine. It would have been just fine. But do y'all think we should have received a higher stimulus check Hell than yeah. $112? Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if y'all were so quick to not it's $112, black people should have got our reparation a long time ago. Yeah. Cause, Cause uh, that, and that's what that's what this pandemic is. I think it's showing everybody is that um, the government can do way more, or these cities mm-hmm. can, do, yeah. can do way more for us, but they're just not willing to do it. Like how yeah. they said in New York that that was the first time they cleaned the damn subway or disinfected subway. Like, Baby, oh that subway yeah. was pristine clean. I was like, what? Clean yeah, you, you know it smelled different because I heard that New York subway stinks. I heard oh, it smelled like fish. I've been, I've been to New York multiple times, but um, the first time I ever went and I actually rode the subway, catch, caught the subway to get to Madison Square Garden. I said never again in my life. It's it smell and you can just see the dirt Ooh. everywhere. It's like nah, I'm oh. good. Uh-huh. I'm good. I rather I rather break my I rather swipe my credit card in a cab. Than do this. <laughs> I'm good. And that's like with this uh, with the schools too. Like my aunt, she was just telling me um, that the her kids' school, which is a charter school, they were like, oh, um, your kids can either come back to school or they can do remote learning. Like, why can't y'all do remote learning in 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 general? Why don't y'all offer that mm-hmm. in general? Because there are so many kids that need that that work mm-hmm. better probably with their parents or work better from home, and they they want they want to be considered, but you consider now that it, there's a pandemic. And then I think it's so dumb how they're like, oh, the kids can wear masks. A child is gonna wear a mask all day. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, out here in Dallas ISD, they saying that uh they don't have to wear a mask in class. Mm-hmm. Like they, the kids get teachers sick all the time and mm-hmm. vice versa. I so think what they're it? trying to do, they're trying to do like one teacher per six kids and they like were. rotate them. But like, I'm like, how y'all gonna rotate them? Because mm-hmm. it's at least 30 kids in one class. So I don't know how they trying to do that. They're trying to give people an option if they're gonna do remote or you know, in classroom sessions. Some people want in classroom because they can't afford daycare, or they got to work, or to force about. But then some people, kids have special needs too, so it's up in the air. It's just a mess. Um, I, the thing that they tried to pull on us, uh, and I just, I just got done talking to my boss about this a couple of days ago because I told him, y'all, y'all tried to get me, but y'all <laughs> wouldn't get me. Um, so we're going back after Labor Day, and I'm just talking about um, the college that I work at. Um, and they're trying to divide it out where you have in-person options 
all online options and then those hybrid like 50 50. Mm. um i initially for the class that i teach in the fall i initially picked the hybrid i was like Yo, i'm cool with you know doing a day and then doing another day online per week and they hit me with the uh well no um what that means for this term is that you're gonna have to split up your class and like your group a you teach them on tuesday and have online stuff for group b on tuesday and then on thursday you do vice versa that's so I'm like wait a minute. so the students come to class physically one day a week and y'all want me to go in two times do i look like a fool Hell uh-uh. the one i work at a community college and our whole district when it first started made everything remotely online now now they're having administrators go on campus to work before you go you gotta get your temperature check and it's an app a covid little survey app that you have to do before you get on campus now in my department we do face-to-face students all day so it doesn't make sense for our department to come back on campus when we're not servicing students We've been servicing students online at home, but I'm not coming back. And then they're talking about phases. They're talking about, oh, well, y'all might come back in phases and stuff. And when y'all come back in phases, y'all have to provide y'all own mask and cleaning supplies and Lysol and all this stuff like that. I said, well, first of all, where are we going to find Lysol? Exactly. And chloride? <laughs> we got the mask part. Where is these cleaning products? Because literally we have a big counter and... There's no, there's nowhere you can find a plexiglass for like the shield. They're not gonna pay for that. Yeah. And I'm just like, my boss is like, y'all got us twisted. We're good working from home. Yeah. So, ain't no telling when I'm going back to the physical office because I've been all, I've been at home since March. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go back any damn way. Mm-hmm. Like no. And the way, like, there's so many like different the way these companies are handling. Um, servicing their employees during the pandemic, it just shows you they don't give a fuck about Oh, them. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God I work for people that love me and that give a damn. But yeah. it's like, if I'm more than positive that if I was still, if I was still teaching right now, they wouldn't give a damn. That's like when I had the flu last year, I was, I was out for like, I think I was supposed to be out for a full week. I was mm-hmm. only out for like two or three days. And I was so lightheaded, like it was, and it was because they were like, "Oh, well, we don't have enough subs, so we need you to come back in." That's I came in exactly, and then I was supposed to be monitoring the kids and have to walk around, and I'm lightheaded, so I'm prepping my students. I was like, "Y'all, if I pass out, just just go get somebody." I said, "Don't scream, just be calm." They were like, "Miss, you gonna pass out?" I said, "I might, because <laughs> I'm here and I'm busy." Are you sick? And I, I haven't eaten in three days, so I might pass out. I don't know why the charter schools got different rules than like independent districts. Because if you were to work for an independent school district, if you have the flu, you have to be out for a week. Mm-hmm. Like they don't like yeah. students or teachers. Like don't come back. Like they don't play that. So no, they don't. It's because they don't give a damn. That's like when they got called out um, in some type of hearing with. Uh, What's her name with Betsy and her ass they they were out here uh calling one of the charter schools that's out here 
they were calling him out because the CEO like spent like a good like two like he just he was over budget and he done bought a damn he- uh, helicopter and shit. And they was like, "What you need the helicopter for?" He couldn't explain why he needed the helicopter. Well, first of all, where are you going? Then exactly. he, could, he he couldn't explain why he had uh, season long box box uh, office tickets and stuff, and uh, well, box seats. I mean, uh, and all that. And then he the kids they asked the kids. They were like, "Have y'all ever been offered tickets to sit into the school's box ticket?" They were like, "We didn't even know that was a thing." So they asked like the older kids, the younger kids, of course, don't give a damn, but the older kids is like, no, we was never offered that. And so they were like, so what do y'all have these box tickets for if you're not even offering it up to your students or to your teachers? Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, it's for morale. And all the teachers was like, what morale? Morale. You're not happy. So what you mean? So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm, I'm glad I don't work there no more because y'all full of shit. The only time I could think about a box ticket is because... My mom, my mom, the school she worked at, they had like the professional development day. They took them all to like the Texas Rangers game. So I could see that budget part because they took them like everybody. And that ain't cheap, especially no Texas Rangers game. And they had box seats. So I could see where that part come from. But you ain't giving them to nobody. Yeah, you're not even giving them to nobody. That's for your selfish degree. It was, and then there was like, there was some also some drama, I believe, about like, the, the principals get a P card or something where oh, like Lord. it's for them to use for the school's budget for their particular campus. Y'all. That they, ain't nothing to play with. Apparently they took I think from what I remember, I think this is before um they let me go. But I they were like over budget on that and they were like scrambling trying to like figure that out Yeah, trying to figure out like oh where where do we spend all this money to and type stuff. And so I was like, this is ridiculous. These charter schools are like all over the place. And I'm good on that. Like, I'll I'll look into the ISDs next time around. Because I'm like, I can't do this. Mm-mm. It's ridiculous. They don't care. So, Brittany. Yes, sir. This August Alcina. Yeah. And Will Smith and Jada Smith. Yeah. Somebody lying. Yeah. Listen. And it's not August Alcina. Listen. I've been collecting the seats for years, okay? Well, let's get them. Y'all. <laughs> so, first of all, I want to um, look into the fact that I asked some of our listeners earlier about if they felt like August was telling the truth. I asked them, do y'all believe August I can? 70% said yes. 30% said no. Now, I'm going to tell you why I believe my brother August. <laughs> so, back back in the Disney. I don't know what I forgot when this episode came out, but Red Table Talk had a specific episode um, about August's uh, battle with drugs. And I want to say, was this last year? It was their season one. So it was like, it was in 2018. So they talked about August's battle with drugs and he how Jada and Will took him in and he lived with them and at home and Gammy, the grandma loved him. Everybody loved him. Now, in my mind, if I was going through a drug addiction, alcoholism, something, and there was a man, say there was a man that was like, we're gonna help you out, we're gonna lead you and blah blah blah, we're gonna you can live with us, blah blah they they're helping us, they helping me get off of this and everything. You think I'm not gonna have some type of love for that man? Mm. Like and emotions get involved during that process too. That's the thing that mm-hmm. you, 
you've grown some type of emotion for that person, even if it's not, if it, it might not be sexual at first, yep. but it may, it's definitely love there for that person, especially if they're transforming you into a better person. Now, I think that Will and Jada, it's been in, it's been said before that yeah. they were, so- mm-hmm. and then Tisha Campbell, my sis, came out and was like, everything that happens in the dark comes to light, and God gonna reveal it. Mm-hmm. I think Tisha and her husband was speaking with Will and Jada too. No, because you know Dwayne Martin and Will Smith are best friends. Yes, and I know they got around with each other because And then first of all, August August been through a lot, mm-hmm. so of course. And look at August. Jada lying. You know he was laying up with that boy. They ran into each other in the kitchen late at night. Mm-hmm. And then like, all, look, all that house they got, all that house can't, can't hit nothing on the on the west end of the house. You, you just turned in the zane in that moment. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the west side of the house. Can't nobody hear nothing over there. Soundproof over there. You know they ass is doing something. Damn, she lying. I don't know. I think Jada's just trying to have like this this perfect image of what she is and stuff like that, but. Ain't no reason to lie. If you like to invite other people, if y'all some swingers, do that. Be that. Yeah, people had their opinions, but what what do you care? That's your bedroom and that's yeah. your marriage at the it's end of like, the day. It's like she tries to tell people, oh, this is what we are. Mm-hmm. And she throws these nuggets that make people speculate. Yeah. And then you call, you won't openly say what it is. But then you'll make comments uh, like, we're life partners, and I trust Will to do what Will's going to do. And I'm like, well, that sounds like Will's g- going to do other people, man. And <laughs> okay. you too. You know what I mean? Right. And Lord Jesus, uh, when I saw that letter, that uh, did y'all see the that letter? Willow? Man, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Telling Mel about this, and Mel was like, What letter? So I'm gonna read you the damn letter. The letter says, Dear Tupac, I know you are alive someplace. I think that my mommy really misses you. Can you please come back? Can you come back so mommy and me can be happy? I wish you were here. I really do love Willow. How you gonna write a letter to somebody that you ain't never met? You weren't even here when he was here. Mama been talking. And first of all, first of all, everybody, I think everybody knows that if Jada was not with Will Smith, she would be with Tupac. Everybody knows that underlying question because you still talk about it. it's been documentaries where everybody's talking about y'all relationship, how you felt about it, how he felt about you. It's clear. Everybody saw the Different World episode. That's my favorite episode. You can see the whole chemistry, even mm-hmm. though y'all characters were not supposed to be together. Cause first of all, when he looked at you, when he walked in the uh, in the pit, baby, I thought he was looking at me. That wasn't no action. <laughs> so I gotta watch this episode again tonight. <laughs> so everybody knows that and stuff. I just I just feel like she just needs to openly admit, like, hey, I wanted to be with Tupac back then, but that's over and done. This is my relationship right now. We have an open relationship. We invite people in. Hey, and that is what it is. Just mm-hmm. you, it's a whole bunch of celebrities out here. Who got an open relationship and an open marriage? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just feel like she's trying to put on this 
this image or this fake hair, like, oh, you know, it's Jada Pickett, Jada Pickett Smith. Girl, just be real. You can't be out there, you can't be out there some of the way. Exactly. You're you're either going to be Denzel and his wife and shut it down, Mm -hmm. you know, people don't know nothing, they just know y'all together, or, you know, you just tell people. You You open the door. If you open the door, then people are going to speculate until you actually say what it is. Yeah. And that's messed her up in her relationship. Like, as parents, to me, they've been great as, you know, supporters of, you know, how Willow sees herself, carries herself, especially with Jaden, because I mean, when Jaden got out there and he just looked like a normal kid, and I think that was just like the business making him what they think Will Smith's son should look like. And then they were like, no, you be you. So, I mean, you can't, you know, tell the world that you're supporting your children being them. But then you're not you're just giving the world 20 percent of you. Like, don't nobody care if y'all messing with other people. Like, Mm -hmm. if you went out there, I bet you if she would have just came out there and said, yeah, we've been. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody got a question thing. But you have these red table talks and you invite all these other people to lay their business out and tell the truth. But when it's time to tell your truth, you don't want to say nothing. But now you're talking about, I'm coming to the red table and I will be tuned in to the red table to see if you're going to tell the truth or not. Because when Snoop Dogg was out here like was dragging Gail King and stuff like that, you brought him to the red table and he broke down why he did that, why he felt like he felt all that. <laughs> exactly why he felt like he had too much powder. You brought Jordan Woods there. She gave all the tea about her and the Kardashians and stuff like that. But when it comes to you. No tea. Like no tea. No That's tea, like, no coffee, no Gatorade, when, no nothing. Nah. When her and Will explained their relationship, it was kind of like she was trying to make us agree with what they had going on with right like y'all are married but you considered a partnership and you don't consider it a marriage so y'all definitely aren't fooling with each other i mm-hmm. think she I even mentioned that they like they don't even give romantic with each other anymore Child it's food. like now you know if y'all not getting romantic we'll i hear this on somebody okay and i can i can see i can see will Giving August his blessing, I can because mm-hmm. he's just so like he's going to be chilling. Like he didn't even like when because I think he had an interview with uh, the Breakfast Club about uh, how did he feel about uh, Jada and Tupac's relationship, and he said that he like it was hard for him, but he never I don't think he ever spoke up about it and said mm-hmm. like hey bro like chill out that's my girl type yeah. shit. He didn't do he was like it was that that had to be intimidating for anybody who's mess with Jada on any level. Yeah. Like, even as long as her and Will have, you know, I know they met, you know, on the set when she was auditioning for Fresh Prince. And, it and he was still there. married to his first yeah. wife. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of went from there. But that Tupac shadow has loomed over her forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Even, and it didn't go away when he died. It just got worse. Right. Because mm-hmm. honestly, you know, you can talk about, you know, Digital Underground, Snoop, 
anybody, Biggie, mm-hmm. anybody. The first person that I associate Tupac with is Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that connection. And they don't even associate, um, whose daughter is it? It's what's named somebody's daughter that Tupac was apparently married to when he died, or he was with when he died. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Is it Quincy? Um, yeah. Is it Quincy? Uh, Rashida Jones? That's Quincy no, Jones' daughter. it's not daughter. Rashida. It's not. I don't it's, think it's Rashida. But it's Quincy Jones' yeah, daughter. Yeah, one of his daughters. It's, a, it's his other daughter, the one that's, that, that's black. Because Rashida ain't black. She don't yeah. like to claim that she's black. She takes on the, the white role. I'm <laughs> looking it up. Crazy. I can't remember her name. It's like Kate. Keisha. Is it Keisha? Keisha. I think Keisha. Let me see. It's some, whoever, she, she was with him the night that he died. Cause she told him she didn't want him to go out, but he went out anyway, and then that's when he got shot. Oh Jesus! Tupac so like, uh, Kadia. Kadia. They didn't even want to like. They didn't want to give her like. I feel like they don't even like shine light on the fact. Right? They don't shine light on the fact that you know that was his woman when he died. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's always Jada. About Jada, and then like I think it's also crazy like when his I don't know if his poems came out after he died or before. Before. But, it was before. I've had that one. Have you have you read that one that he wrote for Jada? Oh, yes. I'm like, damn, bro. About I think he had a couple that were like metaphors about Jada, and I'm like, come on, dog. Like that was his woman, and they it's just it's Jada just don't she she do need to go to damn red tape, but she could put a mirror in the other seat, and she could talk to her damn self because Look. she a hot. I mean, look, just just say what it is, and then hell, there are a lot of people out here that you know live that poly or open lifestyle, and nobody out there really openly talks about it. What works for them, what work doesn't work for them. She could actually be an advocate for yeah. people who live in those relationships, and you know help somebody out, help a couple out. But she just chooses to, you know. Throw those nuggets, but then deny, and it's just like, yo, it's too much serious stuff going on. Like Jada, you know, you respect it, you know what I mean? Like nobody has really anything negative to say about you. She still gonna be respected. I don't know why. Exactly, you know what I mean? Like this, this is this will not kill the aura or the view of Jada Pinkett. So, living your truth, boo, we got you. <laughs> I mean, you like what exactly. you like, but I will say, the memes on Twitter <laughs> are hilarious. Okay, they're hilarious. I think my favorite, my favorite one, is the one that got the clip from Scary Movie that he was, she was having sex with the ghost, and they said, <laughs> and they said that's how Jada and Tupac be in her bedroom. When I tell y'all, I, I was screaming. Yeah, because it was hilarious. I saw that and I was like, well, guess what? Time to go to bed. That, that was is terrible. Lord, you give me signs when I've been I up too long. And this bit one I like is when they had Boosie. Boosie, they had Boosie on there. And they said, me at Jada's house. They said, oh, this bed good. And the Wi-Fi good in this bitch. I'm staying forever. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jada, just speak your truth, beloved. Okay. We good. Speak your truth. We're just to call Oprah for you. No, no, we, we, we'll let Ayana come Ayala. in. Ayala. 
Oh like, yeah, that's She needs to run up through that house. She gonna dig a hole in the ground. She gonna, and she gonna make you speak to that hole. Speaking into the earth. Speaking into the earth, beloved. Like, not on my watch. Like, <laughs> baby, go ahead and talk to Pac. He down there. Baby, you not, not, not hell, hell, some, not spirit. She will do something uh, to bring that out of her. Okay, maybe I need to write her a letter. Look. Okay. On we, Jada. <laughs> Can you uh please do an episode? <laughs> I bet you that'd be the highest episode stream she has. Shit, I watch. Baby, you walk in the room. It's a it's a picture of Tupac all over the room. Jesus Christ. I'll be shook. So I want to move on to our power of the black dollar. a uh, business out here um, in San Antonio. It's a black-owned restaurant. It's called Tony G's uh, Soul Food. And today, I had... Let me make y'all stomach growl. I was about to say, it sounds like you're about to make me hungry. Because I'm about to go eat it in a little bit. Oh, I got some green beans. I got some mashed potatoes. I got some candy gams and I got some smothered chicken. Mm. They fry their chicken mm. and they smother it. Mm. And you can get it with the white gravy or the brown gravy. My mama, she said, she was like, I didn't know, but I just got the brown gravy. Y'all, Shut up I, can't, I normally don't. I normally don't fool with brown gravy. But today, as soon, I'm, that's about to go into the oven. It's about to be so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So excited. Mm. So, and the, y'all, the motherfucking cornbread muffins. Oh, man. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Did you they chop it up? Little, they had that little shiny coat on the oh, top. Oh, yeah. Of the sugar. Baby, <laughs> listen, listen here. I, I, I've been in heaven lately. Oh, but y'all, these social restaurants are just popping up all over Little Fiesta Town. I'm here for it. Mm. I'm just going to gonna keep trying it. So yes, Tony G's So Food is on, um, where is it at? It's downtown area. It's on Hackberry. So that's, it's the black area. So it's, <laughs> of course it's great. Where the black people It's delicious. And I'm probably going to get some more this weekend. I'm glad I didn't eat it when I was living on that side of town. Because I would be as big as it's big. So that's great. But yeah, Mel, you don't have one tonight, right? No, but I will be trying some black restaurants this weekend out here in the uh, the Dallas Metroplex area. You bet. Oh, because it's blackout. Well, no, next week is blackout week. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. what's blackout week in, in, in y'all there? We can't go no damn where. Oh, oh, that's what that means. Okay. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to be you know, supposed to only shop black. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We'll make it happen. I've been doing my part. I bought some shirts. <laughs> that's what's up. Yeah, yeah, that's what you can do. You bought it. You yeah. contributed it. That counts. Yeah, that's all I can do right now, especially in pandemic. I've been trying no. to support black businesses too, but um, especially online. You know, yeah. um, especially since when this thing hit, 
Um, I was only making weekly excursions to Publix and Target. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, I gotta buy some black stuff too. You know? Yeah. I feel, oh I'm yeah. Feel bad about myself. Let me yeah. find something. I just wish we had a black grocery store. I, I know, that's too. all I've been looking for. I hear well, there's one in Arlington by like by Six Flags and um in the Cowboy Stadium. But it's all, it's like all Louisiana based. So it'll have like a lot of uh, Louisiana products. Like, you know, I like Delaware's Punch. They have a meat market, like mm. all these seasons and stuff like that. But I got to drive like 45 minutes. They up. probably got food and stuff chicken. Oh, they do. We'll go when you come out here. We'll make a trip. Come on, if I do. I just got excited. I found uh, nothing, nothing as good as food. Um, because that does sound good, um, <laughs> but I never heard of you know, a black person owning a pharmacy in our area. Oh. And one of the things that I always wanted, like I like those old school, you know, movies and TV shows where mm-hmm. you actually see people going into a pharmacy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we I mean, ain't going to a grocery store and that little Walmart, Walmart or something right. like. But it's it's a legit pharmacy in town um owned by this black couple and i'm like yo that's cool i love stuff like that that's like my dream like town to live in it's like it's a small town and like i always call it my romance novel life like i need to live in a little town with little small businesses Mm. and small pharmacies and grocery stores every time i think of black owned grocery stores i think of the grocery store from uh Soul food that I'm going to use. Don't go there. Yes, Jesse. Every time. That's Every time. I'm like, I need it in my life. I need it. <laughs> I'm looking for that little town so I can move. It got to be in the south somewhere. Let's make sure Lim and his cousin stay out of it now. I don't want no trouble. I don't want no trouble. Right. Not Lim. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So we can go into last call. Mel, you got any more comments, sugar dumpling? Uh... Be open and honest about what you like in your relationship. And stop faking the funk for people, okay? okay. And uh, make sure y'all put on deodorant. It's hot out here. Thank you. And don't use the powder with the talcum because I think it's giving cancer. So don't do that. But y'all need, like, do some gold bonds, you know? Because y'all is stinking. Something. And it's hot. Out and here. people be sweating. Yes. Oh, yes. and wear y'all masks too, cause I mean I know for the melanin people we put our mask on, but you know everybody wear y'all mask, cause uh evidently this not slowing down, it's speeding back up. Um, wash your mask. Yes, yes wash them, cause y'all let them air dry. Mhm. And people, if you one of those folks who take your mask off when you get to the house and you hang it up. On your mirror in your car, stop. <laughs> that is not an ornament. <laughs> and all you see you when you're in the parking lot. Uh huh. You nasty. Let me just say that you nasty. Can I tell y'all a quick Walmart? Story? Yeah. Y'all gonna like this. Now I don't go to Walmart. Y'all got? Do y'all got Walmart neighborhood Walmarts? Mm-hmm. Like we got neighborhood Walmart. and a big Walmart. Um, so, you know, in Charlotte, the neighborhood Walmarts are all on 
you know, our side of town. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so, you know, I don't venture there much because I'm a Publix guy myself. <laughs> um, you know, but if I'm missing something, I might venture in there. Um, so it was about three, four weeks into the pandemic. You know, I couldn't find my uh, ginger ale lemonade combo oh, in Publix. Um, yeah, yeah. That's the real Tiger Woods. Um, I got a, a lime made one right here. <laughs> um, so I went to the neighborhood Walmart. Um, you know, went in, got my stuff, came came out, got my car, was about to leave. This lady pulls up in a white Cadillac. Okay. She gets out. She has her little Erica Badu bag. So, yeah, she won the bag later. Mm-hmm. Um, she she just puts on her mask and has it on her chin but then she puts on her you know gloves she then takes this big old bottle of what's that aloe vera aloe vera yeah very yeah out of her out of her bag and i'm like what you gonna do with that lady and i'm just sitting over there watching got a cloth out next i'm like okay she about to wipe down her um her door or something like that nah she started to wipe down the front of her car. Ma'am. <laughs> Don't they got so, car washes for that? <laughs> okay, so, but she she had on gloves, so everything you wiping off from your car, you about to take them to the store. No, when I say the front of her car, you know, you do realize I'm talking about the outside. The hood? <laughs> First of all, I'm not I'm not wasting no aloe vera to wipe down my car. Who, and, what's that and, gonna protect? And li- exactly. <laughs> and I had I had my my sister is a nurse and I had her on the phone. I was like, Alicia, look at this. I, I mean, you can't see, but I'm just giving play by. <laughs> what you doing? Uh-huh. And then she not even. I was like, since she not even wiping down the whole front, she just wiping down the left the left side of the front. And I'm so confused right now. But you know what? I think we've been on the phone too long. And she might think I'm looking at her. So I'm going to holler at you later, sis. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've been talking about Abort, abort. You know, be safe. But some of the stuff y'all doing out here, crazy. Listen, and to you, Karen. Mind y'all damn business. I don't think y'all listen to us, and that's that's okay. But y'all can relay the message to these Karens. Listen, my y'all gonna y'all gonna come up on the wrong mother and daughter duo, aka me and my mama, and it's gonna be really bad. So just stay to yourself, mind your business, stop pulling guns on people. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see that? The one that was pulling that gun on that girl, and she well, like her, they tried hus- to hit her. her husband yeah, tried I'm to so hit her cute. with the car. I've Let's seen both women. They're ignorant. He tried. He tried to hit her with the with his car, and then they blocked his car, and that was she came out with the gun. Saw one lady, one white lady, bump into this fourteen year old girl walking by, and the fourteen year old girl was like, "Excuse you," and the white lady turned around, just went in on her, you know, uh-huh. gun and all, and I'm like, bloop, 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 "What did bloop. she do? All she asked was an apology. You bumped into her, and then went on this rant." That there's no racist, you know, nobody's racist, and I'm like, Girl. you know, 
That little fourteen year old and her mama should have whooped your ass. Exactly. But my mama would have jumped first. Yeah. Look. Speaking of, we had a little incident on Twitter with these mm-hmm. wives. Now I'm just promoting the podcast. All I do is I search to see if people are looking for podcast recommendations, yeah. and I'm I'm inserting our link into comment section. Yeah, you know. This person, I didn't see what they were talking about originally. I just mm-hmm. saw they said, I need more podcast recommendations. That's all I saw. That's all I zeroed in on. So I posted. Mm-hmm. These, some white man was like, I don't know who Millennial Happy Hour podcast is. If you want to listen to spam, you can do that, I guess. But blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, that was rude of you. And I said, I can't, I don't know if, I don't know if I should take you serious or not. But that was rude of you. And don't just push our podcast out the way to promote whatever you're promoting. So then mm-hmm. another white man comes along. It's like they was just like, oh, there's a nigger. Let's get her. They mm-hmm. were like, this other white man was like, oh, um, so you're just inserting your podcast into places that had nothing to do with you. You awkwardly put your podcast uh, link in with nothing else. And I was like, they asked for a podcast recommendation. And they were like, well, this is just like you um, going up to somebody at a business conference and handing them your grocery store uh fucking what they call business card when nothing has this has, has nothing to do with you and i was like what are y'all talking about the whole time this person was really looking for gambling podcast recommendations mm-hmm. but i didn't see that so yeah. throughout, throughout this exchange you know black people we're always admitting when we're wrong mm-hmm. so i said i said well that was my mistake i never saw it but they kept coming for me that's when I got on the profiles to start blocking them and harassing them and be like all these people are racist and they you know at the end of the day it really don't matter if they were looking for a general podcast or specific podcast at the end of the day it wasn't that serious right you know what I mean and and a lot of this hate and disrespect comes from interactions that aren't very serious you know what i mean and that that's why you know it's crazy to say that you know people don't think about race or xyz when they comment or you know treat people a certain way because why else would you do it you know what i mean unless you're just an ignorant person that just don't give a fuck about being decent and because uh, i could have flamed everybody up in that thread i could have flamed all y'all all the while everybody but then if you would have did that, like anything about it us, you know, it doesn't matter. Black people as a whole, men, women, our trans brothers and sisters, it really don't matter. Because at the end of the day, we can react one way. And then if a situation furthers and we continue to act or change the way we act, any of our moves is going to be mistrue oh, yeah. into something else. Yeah. Cause then I could have pulled, and then I could have pulled the race card yes. in the beginning, and that would been a whole nother thing. Oh no! But no, I just I just reported everybody and say these are racist white folks on this gambling podcast, and I hope that y'all go broke. <laughs> That's real. We like that spirit. Look, and and this is Melody, and don't play with me, okay? <laughs> don't play me about my friends. Don't tell me about my podcast. Okay. I'm going pop these nails off and go to work. There you go. <laughs> these niggas can't hold me back. <laughs> and this is your favorite creative, Brittany, and we are signing out. <laughs> <laughs>